podcasting from Hartford, you're listening to the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast, your place for all things Connecticut sports. And here is your host, Jared Cutler. So on today's episode, uh, we've got Andrew Krasny with us. Uh, he's a Tennis Channel host, presenter, MC, and announcer, and also the voice of the Oracle Challenger series, which will be here in New Haven starting on September 2nd. So, Andrew, thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, it's my pleasure to be on. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So, Andrew, the Oracle Challenger series is relatively new. It, it launched in late 2017, and this is the first year it'll be here in, in New Haven. Are you able to give us a little more uh, background on the series uh, and, and what it's like? Yeah, let me tell you. The Oracle Challenger series, as you said, was established back in 2017 with uh, really a big mission in mind, and the mission was to support um, up-and-coming American tennis players by giving them opportunities to build ranking points and earn prize money here in the United States to really offset uh, what it costs to become a tennis player. And it's, uh, it's tough to do here in the U.S. There's not that many Challenger events. And I think what makes the Oracle Series, Challenger Series, or the OCS so unique is um, a couple of really cool things. The, the incentive is that the top two American women and the top two American men who acquire the most amount of points, ranking points, over the course of the series can earn main draw wild cards into the BMP Paribas Open out in California, Indian Wells, in March. And uh, that's one cool thing, Jared. Second one is that uh, the OCS has been successful launching pad for young players to jumpstart their careers, like uh, Taylor Fritz, Daniel Collins, Amanda Anasimova, uh, and Bianca Andrescu, as you know, who's the new phenom who won our tournament last year and just won up in uh, Toronto. Yeah, so so it seems like like it's a really exciting event, and, and it seems like we have a great field coming up from New Haven. You know, I saw the player field that just came out. You've got Jack Sock, uh, you got Jennifer Brady, Taylor Townsend, Steve Johnson, uh, Donald Young. Can you talk a bit about some of the players uh, that fans will be able to see here in New Haven in a couple of weeks? I mean, that's what's so unique about it is that the timing and the way this is working out in the calendar and the unique situation where a lot of these players, uh, like Bradley Kwan, Donald Young, Jen Brady, Christina McHale, uh, Barbara Krejcikova, who just was recently number one in the world in doubles, is that they're in the situation where they need to earn points. They need to start climbing back up to do some damage in singles, for lack of a better word. So the fact that the irony that that the... Connecticut Open has gone away, has lent itself to allow us to bring a different level of tennis and uh, just as high quality and in some cases even more more enjoyable tennis in a much more intimate setting. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, you know, it's, it seems like we've, we've got a great group of players that, that fans are going to be able to see. And something you brought up earlier, you know, it seems like the last few years of the Connecticut Open uh, – you know, didn't have a ton of Americans in it. So being able to see some of these players that the fans might recognize a little more uh, should be interesting. The series also has a one-night event coming up here uh, during the tournament that will feature some former legends. So you'll see James Blake and Andy Roddick. Are you able to talk a little bit about that event and, and what that will be like here? Yeah, well, I'll tell you. First of all, you know, James Blake lives nearby. He loves being up there. He was a champion up in Connecticut. Uh, Andy Roddick, former world number one, uh, former world number two, Tommy Haas, who's our tournament director out in California. Mark Filipousis, who's known for one of the biggest serves in, in the history of our sport. So the, the Invesco 
series, which is uh, a legend series where these guys compete for points on their own tour. And players like Andre Agassi, Pete Sampras, Michael Chang, John McEnroe, Jim Courier, Mark Philippoustis, Andy Roddick, James Blake, and they compete year-round on tour. And we've, we've really married two really great ideas together, is that how can we take a look at the future of tennis, which is what Oracle Challenger Series doing, is doing, and how can we do that without paying homage to the history and the, the past of American tennis? So it made a lot of sense to incorporate the legends when we had opportunities to do so. And uh, that's why we've married these two entities together to have the Invesco guys playing at least uh, once per tournament uh, when we have the Oracle Challenger Series to bring, to bring a little bit of history into the game out of, out of respect for all the things that these guys have done. Absolutely. So, you know, talking about this tournament, Andrew, uh, you know, to get to know you a little bit better, how, how did you get involved with this tournament and, and what is your role throughout the, the tournament here in New Haven? Well, I'll tell you, I, uh, I am a host on the Tennis Channel. I'm one of the, the anchors of the news and I've been announcing and, and emceeing tennis tournaments for about uh, uh, a good 18 years. I was a, an audience warm-up guy. I was a writer and producer for the late comedian Joan Rivers I hosted a uh, dating show on the USA Network called Crush, and uh, I was in love with the sport of tennis when I was in my late 20s and uh, was determined to try and find myself a, a career in the sport, having never been a professional tennis player. And uh, with my hosting abilities and my love and, and need to be out in front of thousands of people kind of uh, lent itself to create this career for myself. And uh, I produce a lot of the events that I'm involved with and I'm involved with the the fan activation and the fan experience when our fans come to our tennis tournaments. And I'm also uh, partially responsible for figuring out ways to get fans to come and watch our tennis. So it's really part of a year round uh, job that I, that I do. Uh, and if I didn't answer your question exactly, I think the, the best way to say it is that I work with a company that, that we manage some assets uh, and we are responsible for the Oracle challenger series, the BNP Paribas open out in Indian Wells. And we're a big uh, organization that really focuses on American tennis, the future of global tennis, and everything that our incredible sport has to offer. That's great. And, and you, you answered it perfectly there. It seems like you're wearing a bunch of different hats and doing a bunch of different roles. I'm curious, you know, while you're being in, in MC and you're there on the court interacting with the players, what's the toughest part of that job? Well, I would say, so for the Oracle Challenger Series, I come up for the finals weekend. And uh, I would say, if you look at being out at Indian Wells, for example, I think the toughest part of the job is understanding uh, who our players are, understanding how best to help them communicate their thoughts on a match. And uh, that really comes with, with experience and paying attention to tennis paying attention to the specific match that they've played and understanding that each player there whether it's roger federer or taylor fritz or uh, coco goff or serena williams that each of them brings something unique to a tennis match and my job is to help find that uniqueness help them convey it to their fans and then the other flip side of my job is as you said i wear a lot of hats jared is is what can i do to make the experience the best possible experience for a fan to come watch a tennis tournament because it's so easy to stay at home and watch tennis on TV. So what my thought is, what can I do to make sure that, that we 
lift our level up to entertain fans to make sure that they have a good time because there's really nothing like watching tennis live and being able to enjoy the sport that we that uh, that we love so much. Yeah, so uh, I'll, you know, I think you teed it up perfectly for someone who who's you know on the fence about coming out to this event. You know, what are some reasons for someone to come come and check out the OCS uh, here in New Haven? I'm going to give you two huge answers. Are you sitting down? Are you ready for this one? Oh, I'm ready. Okay. the The first one, Jared, is is that you're seeing outrageous, high quality tennis. Okay, guaranteed, guaranteed, or your money back. And when I say or your money back. I don't want any money from you. It's free. Come and watch. The Oracle Challenger Series is free for you to attend. We're not selling tickets. It's an opportunity for you to see some incredible tennis without having to open up your wallet. Mm, that's awesome. Right? I mean, come on. You can't get better than that, right? I'm, you're coming to see Andy Roddick play tennis. Uh, you're not spending money. You're coming to see Taylor, uh, Taylor Townsend play tennis. You're coming to see Jen Brady, Donald Young, who's had huge wins. Bradley Klon, who won our championship out in Houston last year. Uh, Barbara Krejcikova, who's won Grand Slams in tennis. Christina McHale, who's had top 10 wins in her career. Stevie Johnson, uh, Jack Sock, who's uh, an Olympic gold medalist. I mean, it, it doesn't get that much more exciting, especially in an intimate setting. We're not going to be using the big stadium. We're going to be up at the practice courts. We're going to create a new smaller stadium, so it's going to be an intimate setting where you can be up close and personal and really see some high quality, really, really exciting tennis. That sounds awesome. And I, and I think if anyone who, who's listening has ever been to a U.S. Open or, or one of the other bigger tournaments, getting to go down and, and see that action close up on some of the smaller courts is always been one of my favorite parts about going to a tennis tournament. So I think, uh, you know, not playing in the bigger stadium and doing more of those practice courts and, and making a smaller stadium setting um, should make for a really exciting event. Uh, it sounds like a great opportunity right. for anyone uh, looking to get out there. 100%. And, you know, you're helping, uh, you're helping the future of American tennis. We're, you know, with the, the grace of Mark Hurd, who's the CEO of Oracle, and his vision for American tennis and what he wants to do to – to leave his mark on the world, one of the many things that he does philanthropically is one of the things that he's really passionate about is the future of American tennis. Uh, as you know, Jared, tennis is cyclical and you're going to have big stars one day and then, then you're not. And then you're going to have big stars and then you're not. And it's going to vary from country to country. And his concern is that the, uh, that the dip, you know, with, as I say, in a cyclical fashion, that, that there is a dip in American tennis and he wants to do everything he can uh, and so is the USTA, by the way. Uh, but he wants to do everything that he can do to help uh, secure the future. You know, it's very expensive to to be a tennis player. And if you don't have the means, uh, we want to offer an opportunity for these kids to to earn some grants and, and and help offset the cost of what it costs to travel on an airplane and and pay a physio and pay a coach and pay for your equipment. And uh, all that kind of stuff gets to be very, very expensive. You've got to reach very far and deep into a tournament just to break even. And, um, and what Mark Hurd wants to do is really help offset and give these kids, uh, uh, these young Americans, a kickstart. Yeah, and I think another point is just talking about the, the future of American tennis. With, the, with this series being free uh, to attend, you know, who knows who you inspired, you know, what, that comes out to this event and, and you know, a kid who, who really decides they want to go and play tennis after – being able to see some of this action up close. So seems like a, a really great event. I've got a couple just uh, last-minute questions. Uh, 
to get you out of here on, Andrew. I know you've been doing this for a while. Uh, do you have a favorite on-court interview that you've done? Uh, wow. A favorite on Yeah, I would say that a bunch jump out, but I'll tell you that, uh, that uh, last year at Indian Wells, I was, you know, I'm so proud of Venus Williams for, for, and this was a year ago, being 38 years old and being out on a tennis court and playing. And, and in a post-match interview, I asked her, you know, Venus, you're 38. And she just stopped me in the middle of my interview. And she looked at me in front of 15,000 people and said, Andrew, I'm going to come out here telling everybody how old you are. And it, and it just, it was fun. And it was a little bit of a ribbing and, and uh, it's opportunities like that, that, uh, that make my job fun. You know, Kim Kleister's, I had her last on-court interview as a professional tennis player when she was playing doubles at the U S open. And, I had tears in my eyes when I was uh, interviewing her because how much she means to me and the kind of friendship I've been able to develop with her over the years. And so there's fun ones, there's emotional ones. Uh, and uh, I love my job. I love what I do. And it, it's, it's really, I'm very blessed. Yeah. And then one last one to wrap, wrap up here. And this is again on, on your end, you, you know, from what you were saying earlier, you, you've had quite the career path. You know, you said you started, by working with Joan Rivers and then being in the entertainment space. What did that teach you? And what did you learn from her that you've been able to apply to your work here in tennis? Well, I've learned from Joan Rivers, uh, who was like another mother to me. Uh, that's how close she was in, a, in such a vital part of my life was that, uh, that you, you have to love what you do. You, you don't, uh, I guess what it is that someone asked me what I do for a living, it's like whatever it takes, right? I, I wear a bunch of different hats in order to be successful. Uh, I don't put all my eggs in one basket, but I am fortunate enough to say that my basket is all tennis right now, but of course it's different hats, right? It's producing, it's hosting and, uh, and consulting on levels of ways to get our sport more out there. But I would say that what I've learned mostly from someone like Joan, for example, is to remain dedicated, to be honest and to never make, yourself, meaning me, more important than our sport and never make myself more important than our players and understand how important it is to treat everybody, no matter what level they are that you come across on a daily basis, is to treat them with respect and encourage them to pursue their dreams. And I guess my last bit of advice to any of your listeners is that uh, you should surround yourself with people whose eyes light up when you walk into a room. That's my advice. Andrew, that's awesome advice. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today. Uh, you know, really looking forward to seeing uh, the Oracle Challenger Series here in New Haven. Uh, it'll be over at Yale uh, at the Tennis Center there starting on September 2nd. So, Andrew, thanks so much and, uh, and appreciate you coming on. Can't wait, Jay. I look forward to meeting you and seeing you there and uh, look forward to seeing your listeners. So get on out there and show your support for American tennis. Can't wait to see you guys. Absolutely. Andrew, thanks again. I really appreciate hey, it. Lastly, before, you, uh, let, before we hang up, uh, oraclechallengerseries.com if you want to get more information on OCS. There we go. Perfect. Okay, take care. Thanks for listening to the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast with Jared Cutler. If you like the show and want to know more, check out the podcast on Twitter at CT Scoreboard Pod, the host at Jared Kotler, and find us on Facebook at the Connecticut Scoreboard Podcast. Finally, if you enjoy what you're listening to, rate and review us on iTunes. Thanks again for listening.